Man, we're popping, man. It's the kid, Big Rory Ferrari Simmons. And I'm in the apartments with my boy Pale. You know the vibe. Let's get to it. Hey, Pale. Meet me at the apartment. <laughs> Yo. You already know this your boy Pale, live from Digit House Studios. And we're in the apartment with Pale. Meet me in the apartments. Listen, man. I love my city, ATL. Only thing I love more than ATL is the west side of Atlanta. Shout out to Bankhead, Long Lil Suave, Rest Easy, Shout a Low, Rest Easy, We Fly, a.k.a. Buddy. Listen, y'all already know when I be telling y'all how, how important this city is, how influential this city is. When you hear the term Atlanta influence everything, I really be feeling that term right there because it seems like no matter what we put our hands on right now, we accomplish it. We accomplish it at a high level. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Artists, producers, uh, songwriters, uh, actors, uh, directors, um, um, club promoters, uh, radio hosts, uh, um, MCs. It, it don't matter what it is. Atlanta, we popping with it. Now we we this is we the city. You know what I'm saying? And it's a lot of pieces that play along in making this city run. You know what I'm saying? And my next guest is a person who's very pivotal in what this city does, how it does, and the connection between higher and lower. And when I mean that, I mean from um, the music is the streets in Atlanta. You know, I mean, it might be like this everywhere, but I'm just going to speak on this city. The streets are the music. The music are the streets. It's one and the same. So anytime for artists outside Atlanta to be able to hear these different artists and you ain't seen them on um, YouTube or Instagram or anything like that, it's certain people who play a part in helping these people get heard. And it's not the PDs. The PDs don't go pick the records. The PDs don't go out here, shake hands with people, be a relationship with people for people to have the... Uh, um, to be able to be open enough to say, hey, I need you to do this. Can we do this? Can we do that? It's people who play in, 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 in the middle of that. And them people are very important in Atlanta because them are the people who are in the clubs. Them are the people who's on the radio. These are the people who voice you here. And nine times out of ten, the, the person who voice you here is the person that you gravitate to. The, them are the key, them are the, the key lockers. You know, I, the program directors and the, the big labels, them the doors, them the buildings. You know what I'm saying? But you got to have somebody to take somebody and say, you want to go in here? Come on, I got a key. I can I open this door right here. I can take you in this house. And this next person is one of the people who hold the key for this city for a long time. I'd like to give a shout-out to my next guest and say, welcome to the show, my dog Ferrari Sanders. Oh, man, that was a crazy intro. Appreciate that, big dog. Man, shit, man, it's real. Like, nah, for sure. Dog, people, a lot of people, like, when it comes to, when it comes to what we do, a lot of people like to skip a lot of layers of shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I always, to people, to my viewers, I always like to say it's like trapping, it's like street shit. It, you cannot be the brick man without being the sack seller first. Yeah. Like, now, you can get somebody to give you some shit, now you, but how, how are you going to tell somebody else that you got up under your wing that I can't sit in this spot all day? I got to have somebody do this for me. How are you going to tell them what to do and how to do it if you ain't never you know, did this shit before? Fast. You see what I'm saying? And people want to skip over that. And I always like to shine light on everybody who play a part in what the fuck go Great. on in the build of this city. And people like you, that voice, that connection, getting out here touching people, that will make people say, you know what? Shit, bro, I'm fucking with this radio station. Yeah. You know what? I'm fucking with this radio station. Yeah. Now, now, V103 is going to always be V103 in Atlanta. Yeah. But Greg is the reason niggas fuck with it. 
See, see what I'm saying? Like, it takes them type of people. You see what I'm saying? And you always been one of the people in the city that had that voice. And, uh, and then we haven't seen a lot of different people in Atlanta who do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We haven't seen a lot of different forms of, of people who do this. It always been just like Greg Street for forever. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So to see, you know, you, you know, Dirty Boys, you know, Bankhead, to see, you know, um, um, Holiday, to hear these voices of people that my peers, you know, niggas that I fuck with, niggas I can pull up on and be like, hey, Robert, listen to this song, dog. And you can tell me, no, they do this right here. Niggas don't have that, dog. And niggas like to skip over that shit, especially yeah. niggas in the industry. You see what I'm saying? Thanks. Niggas will get a deal, won't talk, won't say shit about what Rory helped them do. Yeah, I'd like to say that I am one of the first layers that you have to go through in the beginning of your career. I'm, I'm a part of everyone's beginnings of their career. Uh, anyone who's popped in from 2016 to right now, I'm in the beginning of their career. From Migos, Rich Homie Quan to whoever. That's why the takeoff shit really bothered me because I remember when he was 17 because I brought him to the radio station um, to meet DJ Holiday at Streets 945. And then I remember when they blew up in Bad and Bougie. Now I'm on V103, 2016. Um, and I broke the record on V103 when I was at V103. Now I leave uh, V103, go to Streets 945, me and Fly Guy DC. Um, Bad and Bougie is number one song in the country. I, I remember that. I remember getting suspended for uh, playing Derez Deshaun, Megan Thee Stallion, The Baby, Roddy Rich, uh, Lil Baby. Um, shoot, I did. I did Lil Baby's first interview, and I did Future's last interview. Future don't even do radio interviews no more. Wow. Like, hold on, hold on, because we're going to skip past the shit you said. <laughs> you got suspended. Yeah, so uh, I'm Greg Street. I'm a Greg Street uh, graduate. So people from Atlanta really fuck with me because I've, I've been coming up here since I was a kid. I'm from Florida originally, but I've been coming up here for the whole summer since I was in high school. So... I already had the sauce when I moved up here because I already knew the type of vibe. Club Miami parking lot, the bounce parking lot. I was out there chilling. Oh, you speaking of time now. I'm already, I, was, I used to be outside in the parking lot kicking it because I wasn't old enough to get in. I remember that shit. So anyway, long story short, um, i never forget. I saw, I heard, I heard Greg Street. He had Jeezy in the studio. And he stopped, he took all the music out and played the song like 25 times in a row. I said, damn. I can't, I can't wait for my moment because I want to do that. And when I get that moment, I'm going to do that. Uh, fast forward, I leave Streets the first time because I'm part-time. I work, for v I work at V103 under Greg Street. I'm his producer. A lot of people thought that that was a wrong step, but I thought it was the perfect step because I got to learn from someone who I admired. So I was at V103 for a year and a half, and I just studied that name. Greg, Greg is like, the, I, to me, I think he's the best night show host ever. I agree. To ever live. I agree. Um, on the radio. In it's the, the most iconic show in, in, in the world. In the country. In the six o'clock time for sure. Greg Street. For sure. The Rock. I don't, give, I don't give a damn what nobody says. Facts. Um, in the morning show, you got, you know, Frank Ski's my personal favorite, but, uh, but you got Ryan Cameron's and all that, but Greg Street was my guy. Anyway, um, so when I got the show with me and Fly Guy DC, I had my moment when we found Lil Baby. We didn't find him, but I remember... Um, uh, damn, Biggs. He hit Fly Guy DC. He was like, yo, I got this kid. His name's Lil Baby. I want him to come up there and interview with y'all. He was like, bet. Interviewed him. Uh, he had a song called Grind It With Scooter and uh, Future. Um, it was cool. Interview didn't go as good because that was his first ever interview. He a straight street nigga at this particular moment. Gambler, all that. 
he ain't trying to do music for real like that. Sure. And we could tell in the interview. So then he has a song, My Dog. And um, I took all the music out and played it for 35 minutes straight. And you can't do that. If you're on the radio, you can't take out program music. I just took the music out. I said, DC, we're going to get written up. Fuck it. And um, we played that shit for 35 minutes straight. Um, like legit. And if you on if you in the car and you driving, turn on the radio right now. Four minutes of hearing this, that same song will probably have you punched to another. Yeah. This is a new song. I took out all the music and played it for 35 minutes straight. The next day we came in, we had to sign some papers, and we was uh, we was gone for a whole week, no pay. And I, I ain't going to cap. I was a little scared because I was like, fuck. I think I ruined my full. Because that was my first time having a full-time job on the radio. Before that, it was all part-time shit. If you're a part-time radio person, now you don't make no money. You got to make money in the street. You got to hustle the clubs and shit like that. So uh, that was my first time paying job. I'm getting a real paycheck now. It ain't a lot, but it's I can pay my bills on time. Um, and, yeah, we got suspended. Fast forward June, July. No, fast forward, like, September. Uh, Roddy Rich, Die Young. London on the track send us, sends us the song before. It even gets in Roddy's hand. Same thing. And keep in mind... We're doing this, and our boss is telling us, "Hey, why are you playing these no-name artists right now?" The baby, I had to, we had to sneak him in there. You going by Baby Jesus at the moment? This is before the pamper. I remember, yeah. Before the pamper incident, which was seventeen, I believe it was seventeen. Uh, we just got the show. We had him freestyle on our radio show. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube that he was up there freestyling. Um, he wasn't going by the baby. He went by Baby Jesus. And um, a couple months after that was the pamper shit. shit. So, you know, like, it was, it was a lot, bro. I, I had to go through a lot. Um, but fast forward, Megan Thee Stallion, same thing. She went by Tina Snow. She freestyled for me and Fly Guy DC at the station. And Carl from 1501 wasn't even pushing her first. He was pushing this dude named Enzo 3000. And she came up there with them. And she freestyled for us at the station. And it's, that's on my page, too. She says it. You, you guys was the first people to fuck with me. For real. Like, these is real stories, like, Baby can't say nothing. Like, and I, that's on my page, too. Actually, Lil Baby is the reason why I got verified on Instagram. Because Complex Magazine called me and said, hey, talk to us about this guy, Lil Baby. And I told them my, sty- my side of the story. And it's a complex published magazine. Next thing I know, I'm verified. I, that had to be the only thing, because that was the biggest thing that happened to me at that particular moment. This is 2018. <coughs> And shit, shit been going up for me ever since. Then 2019, I got the music director job, so now I'm in charge of new songs being added to the station. Do you think? Do you think you getting that opportunity came for you stepping out on limb? Yeah. From what you learned from Greg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I also wanted to create my own legacy too. Mm-hmm. And I know you got to stand on some shit, and you got to be. You just got to be like, fuck it. I'm a bet on myself. And just so happened, me and Flag at DC was right. But Cardi B, Bodak Yellow, dog, we got suspended for that. This is 2017. Cardi B's on Streets Fest. She's literally lit off of Love and Hip Hop New York, my nigga. Bodak Yellow comes out, and we're playing. I'm like, like, this is the hottest shit. There's only a couple people got the plaque. Like a plaque plaque for Bodak Yellow. Mm-hmm. DJ Alpo is one of the only people, because we made him play it. And, um, yeah, bro, like. Just history, see? That's just a, history, like, so you, I'm a part of these yeah, things, like. That's why I explained this shit, and I didn't even know what you're saying, but yeah. I know how pivotal, you know what I'm saying? Those you moments, know. those were moments that yes. kind of uh, helped create Ferrari, Fly Guy DC. At the particular moment, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just knew this shit was hot. Fuck it. 
if they fire me, fuck it. Because we was interviewing other artists, too, that end up not blowing. But these folks, all blue. And I was there in the beginning parts of the Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow came, right? He graduated high school. A couple months after that, he came to my show and freestyled on the radio. Drama then signed him after that. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say that he signed him because he freestyled on my show. But Jack Harlow came to my show. That's on my page, too. He freestyled on my show straight out of high school, bro. Mm. And that shit, I think that shit just trended like a couple of days ago. Because they found it. They found that freestyle, and it's posted everywhere now. And he was like, it was a, it's a young Jack Harlow. He, only, he ain't number 24. See? See? 2018. Oh, I think it was 2018. That's when he came to the show. 2018, 2019. Facts. But by then, I'm allowed to have guests. I'm allowed to say, okay, hey, this, is, this person's lit. This person's da-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? So I'm starting to have a little bit of free leeway now. Um, but, you know, fast forward to now, I quit streets right now. I ain't there. Yeah, I, I seen, <laughs> I seen, the, I seen the tweet. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Steve. Appreciate everything y'all. Yeah, did. one time for Steve, man. One time for no Solo. Longer. Smoking B. Nine four five. Yeah, man. My contract is up. Uh, was up at the end of this year, 2022, and um, I felt like it was a growth move. I mean, Solo was there. Solo's the PD. I feel like it's time for Ferrari to boss up. You know, I'm getting older. I ain't the young nigga no more. For sure. Niggas is calling me big bro. Niggas is calling me OG, and I appreciate that. I accept that. Um, but it's time for me to boss up too. You know what I'm saying? I, if I, if I know a lot of information. I'm a, I'm a student of the game, so I ain't gonna be in the room and not, and not know how the room operate, work, where the AC, where the exit at. You know how the light work, how the microphone work. I know how to do everything at a radio station. I can cut a commercial. I can run my own commercial. I can run a morning show. I can do a midday show. I can do an afternoon show. I can do a night show. I can do a weekend show. Uh, I can cut a commercial. I can, I can literally do every job at the radio station. I can, I can go to, I can do promotions, set up, tent, all that shit. I so what's going on there? 931? I don't know. <laughs> I did get phone calls from everybody. Every radio station called me, um, but I don't know. And I got some labels that called me too. What's up with the music? Uh, we got some music pending. So, uh, we got out of our deal. We asked out of our deal with Asylum. Uh, shout out you've been Dallas. on quiet for a long time. Shout out to Dallas, Dallas and Gabby. Uh, I think that was a growth thing, too. Because um, you hard, dog. Because DC and I have a lot of records. We got some big records. And um, I just, we kind of want to do it on our own accord. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We got some shit, though. <coughs> Man, we got some shit. <coughs> I don't know how you started first time. Not facts. Well, what happened was that led me to get a deal. Yeah, because nigga said, it's right. I said, the radio nigga? Yeah, I'm putting out <laughs> I said, some shit. I said, shit, for real? Let me tell you who it was. Chico. Chico turned okay. me out. Chico turned me out. I, I, like, bro, like, my first, because I was just dibbling the dab, and I was like, all right, you know, I'm a DJ. Let me put out, you know, I DJ too, so I'm over here like, shit. I'm telling niggas how to, like, a lot of people don't know this, but behind the scenes, I get phone calls to show up to listen, to, to help people curate their albums i help people curate their their um uh what's the shit the deluxe albums a lot of these big rappers that are legendary in these lot of people's eyes i get the phone call and i help them curate their album put the order all that shit and i kept saying i could do that too so i just started hitting my rapper friends was like yo let me send me a song let me get a song and i start me and dc started doing the same thing and we had like 30 songs i'm over here like all right bet that's how we got a deal so I'm over here like, oh, so then I had a clearance issue. I didn't know. Like, that shit, 
Music yeah. shit different. Yeah. That shit made me mad. Yeah. I don't like it. Like I really don't yeah. like it because yeah. the artists they they fuck with you, and but when it's time to get cleared, the phones don't answer. Yeah. And shit like that. So I'm over here blow. And then a nigga can't tell Ferrari no, but you can just delay it by not <laughs> saying yes or no or replying. You know what I'm saying? But then when your when your record is out, you need me. Sure. You texts come through fast. fast so I understand. I understand the politics now. So now I kind of felt like that was my college. So now mm. going into the top of the year, I got some shit. We got some shit mapped out and planned out that is, is just going to be executed a lot efficiently now. So listen, let's do this, right? For everybody who you know who come on this motherfucker, I always feel like that. The more people understand who you are, yeah, the more you're relatable. Facts. I feel like it's too many times it's people that we like, people that we know of. We like their art, what they do, words they speak, but we never know who they are as people. Should be fucked up when you meet them too. For sure, for sure. And I'm just one of the people. I don't been let down a lot of time by people who I I like that what they do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm one of the people that you can't tell me if you ain't done it. You can't, you can't tell me what to do if you ain't live it. Agreed. You see what I'm saying? So I, I start saying, <clears throat> I think it's important to actually know who people are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's start to where you from, where you grew up at. West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, strictly sports guy. Like I was basketball, football, soccer, goddamn baseball, everything. Uh, ran track. Uh, went to school, went to college at USF in Tampa. Um, so I went, I went viral. Before you go viral, uh, I had a radio show. This is how I knew that I was going to be dope on radio. I had a radio show. Football player said this girl burnt him. Girl come on my show. was like, nah, that ain't how it happened. He burnt me. He, cafeteria happens. He says, this bitch ain't shit. She lied and says that he hit her. He get kicked out of the football team and arrested. The mm. president of the university was like, Who, what the hell happened? Who's going, what's going on? And they come check out my show, my radio show. That's how I said, okay, I'm good at this. I think this is going to be, well, for me, I was running track in college. I quit. My folks was blown. <laughs> I quit running track, bro. So you like, fuck this shit. This what I'm finna do now. Yeah, bro. And it, that shit fucked up. That shit ruffled my feathers, like, for my, my peoples. Because my people was like, you got to remember, I'm an 80s baby, so it's all about just getting a job with health benefits. Thanks. My parents, my nigga, my parents ain't follow their dreams, but I wanted to follow mine. So I'm over here like, man, and keep in mind now, I'm keep coming to Atlanta. I'm here in Greg Street. I'm seeing niggas that look like me in Ferraris and all these type of nice foreign cars. That ain't happening like that where I'm from. I don't see black excellence where I'm from. So I said, I got to come up here. So it was one of the hardest decisions I ever made because my daughter was one at the time and I wasn't with her mom. So I was over here like, man, fuck. And I put my career, I said, you know what? I got to do this shit. I think she'll understand. I think my, my daughter will understand later. That's how I, I can always tell. When my daughter turned one, that's how I know how long I've been in Atlanta. She's 14. Been here 13 years. Sure. I moved up here, bro, and that shit was the most humbling experience, nigga. Niggas stepping on my shoes in the club. You know, <laughs> nigga, oh, you, what clothes you, was at? Nigga, I was at? everywhere, bro. I, I remember I was at... Uh, Man, what's that club on Memorial, bro? Is it Essos? Essos. I was at the Essos. Yeah. I remember I, I was at, nigga, I was at Gucci Man album release party. I saw Wale, J. Cole, and Drake by the bar. I'm over here like, these niggas is over here by the bar. Wow. But, but goddamn, Gucci Man bringing out a future. 
That's why I'm like, I'm like one of the biggest future fans ever. I fuck with the, I fuck with future future, like all future shit. Yeah, yeah bro. Like I'm a big future fan. Future G's is on my two favorite rappers, but like future. I can play bro, some he always Future always rap like that Yeah bro That nigga do no wrong In my you know eyes saying? Especially on the music But like I just remember Seeing all this shit bro Like I, I just came up here And I was like I, I'm never going back I'm never going back to Florida uh, And I've had opportunities To leave Atlanta I met my wife in Atlanta Two of my kids Have been born in Atlanta um, So And I actually moved up here Funny story I moved up here Because of birthday bash And I love the Falcons I'm from South Florida. We don't play. They don't play the Falcons down there. I'm a real Dirty Bird fan, and I was a nigga down in Florida wearing Michael Vick jerseys and all them niggas would blow with what me. What made bro. you a Falcon fan? But I just first of all, I love the colors. You know, the black and red. That shit was fire. That shit go with the Jordans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <you talking> about- <laughs> and then when Vick went there, bro, man, I ain't never seen nobody play no football like that, bro. Nah, exactly. That was that was some real football, bro. And he, he had the braids, nigga. He had what? the shoes, like. And then the craziest shit ever, a groupie moment. Michael, I see Michael Vick. I'm hosting a party in the club. I walk up fan to him. Fan moment. Fan moment. I don't give a fuck what they call you. Call fan me. Moment. I'm Michael Vick Stan. I walk up to the nigga. I say, hey, bro. Hey, bro, you changed my life, bro. I moved up here for you. Like, I love you, bro. What do you <laughs> and nigga follow me on the gram. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> nigga, I check my Instagram all the time, boy. <laughs> hey, boy, let me check that bit real quick, boy. Hey. Hey. I check that bit all the time. I say, hey, boy, long might Vic follow me, boy. I'm cool, boy. And Vic, and Vic, is, Vic is cool as shit, too. Because when, when Vic was playing here, you know, we were Michael Vic's favorite group. You know what I'm hey, saying? Bro. Vic used to have us tickets and shit at Will Call, all the Falcons Ooh, game and shit. still there. You know, <laughs> <talking about? laughs> still there, boy. Still there. Hey, I'm telling you, well, that, that, one of my, that one of my stand moments. But then um, also meeting Jeezy, and then I, I was signed to Jeezy, too. So Jeezy did a talent agency, Agency 99, and... um. He signed me. That was one. That was a dope moment for me as well. And um, he was helping me with my brand, and, and I got to travel with him, and I got to understand him. Um, and then we had this one conversation where um, it was he let me ask him everything. So before the, this is before verses, I asked his ass everything. So all the shit that he's talking about now, I kind of slick already knew it because I asked him. He allowed me to ask him, and I understand his mental state of mind. He 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 on some. I ain't finna. My, ain't nothing gonna fuck up my peace, and I don't gotta explain myself to nobody. I I, I encompassed that thought process. That shit changed my life and how I think about shit. Shit don't. I, I be going to bed peaceful every night, cause you you worry about a motherfucker's opinions of you, or having to straighten some shit sometimes, and that shit have just goddamn. That shit that shit lean on you mentally. Same down the rabbit hole. Yeah. For sure. Facts, but yeah. But man, I'm a I'm a real I'm a, I'm a, I'm slick I'm slick half from Atlanta though. So I've been coming up here for the longest, bro. Like I just love the culture, I love the people. I found my wife here again. Two of my kids been here, uh, been born here. So you know my kids from Atlanta, man. So you know what I'm saying. I just love the culture, man. I, I love what y'all do. Shit, I was a fan of y'all when y'all came out. I remember that shit, bro. That shit was different, bro. Like shit different. Make you want to be a part of that shit, bro. If you was coming up here at the time, you you seen you seen the transition. I seen it. And to be part clubs of clubs is different now. I ain't even no clubs no nah, more. Nah, and to be part of that transition then in Atlanta, to see that it was different. Yeah. Because this was this is the Atlanta that everybody talks about. Yeah. It's not the new Atlanta. It made me move here. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. is the Atlanta 
that where everybody say I'm proud to be from Atlanta. This is the Atlanta. Yeah. I'm not saying niggas ain't proud now, but this is the culture of Atlanta niggas speak yeah. about. This is why we got the ball. I think it was also the beginning of us saying, yeah, we run this shit yeah, too. Yeah, it was the beginning. Yeah, we got this one. We got them. We got the rock. Now we, Facts. nigga, we ain't fumbled that bitch since. Because it's so, it's it's so many, it's so many. First of all, it's so many different sides of Atlanta. You get so many sure. different vibes, right? And got keep in mind, bro. You got West Side, you got the South Side, you got the East Side, you got two North Sides. Mm-hmm. We had dog. We had what Tip West Side. Yep. Everybody from the West Side drove and all that. Yep. Then we had tip, uh, two chains from the South Side, China. Gunner and all them. Um, then we got people. Then we forgot forgot about the city. People in the city. For sure. East Side, Long Live Trouble and School sure. and all that. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, Future, all the folks. Um, then you got North Side Migos. For sure. Arguably the best rap group ever. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, change the culture, change sure. the flow of how niggas rap. Nah, for definitely. I always tell niggas, definitely. Nigga, Drake's rap style is the Migo flow, bro. I don't care what nobody say. Niggas, niggas, every, I, I told Drake's niggas that Drake's rap to, style is the Migos flow. Listen, I told niggas that everybody rap like Migos. And everybody does. Me. I said, bro, listen to me. I'm telling you, dog. The way they rap, I got tired of hearing it's, everybody rap like this. It's better versions of it now. Niggas just yes. took it and then just fine tuned it. It's became culture now. But look so, at look at Moneybag Yo's flow. It's yep. a it's that shit sweet. Yep. It's a Memphis version to me. It is fine tuned, fine tuned Migos flow. Nah, he ain't lying. That shit smooth, bro. With nah, his accent, lying. man, that shit cool. Nah, he ain't lying. Nah, he ain't lying for sure. And it's just him by himself. Facts, facts. Nah, he ain't lying. Nah, for sure, for sure. They the word play the way. The continuance, the way they ride that motherfucker. Niggas yeah. want on the niggas want on it like that. Niggas want on it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think it started from the way when Drake hopped on Versace. Versace, Versace, Medusa head on me like I'm the Manani. Manani. Even the property. For sure, for sure. That cadence was that shit was different. Nah, for sure, for sure. Nah, that shit, that shit was that shit was culture. But that shit just changed. Everything changed. Even from seeing them times, like like we were saying. Then with time when niggas on the west side didn't go to the east side. Yeah. You know what Everybody I'm had their own movement. Everybody. It was three, four clubs on the east side. The niggas at this club didn't go to the cl- this club. Yeah. They didn't go to this club. It was neighborhood. Yeah. I yeah. go to the club closest to my neighborhood. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now everything is everything. Everybody dresses like everybody look alike yeah. now. You don't really know what side a nigga from no more. And but you know, I, I think I hate to say this, but social media is slick ruined a lot. Yes. It helps, but it also ruined a lot, bro. Like Cause you can see everything. Before you had to go to the west side to know what's happening over there. Facts. You had to go to the east side, go to the south side, or you had to hear about it. Facts. It's almost like it. it's almost like I always try to explain to niggas seeing BMF in the club. Yeah. And it's nothing. It's no way that I can explain for niggas to really see this shit. Yeah. Like you talking about it just like. I hate what you're saying. I believe you. I heard it, but to Fact. see that shit, like, see that shit, to even, see the, that shit. even the documentary don't give it. It's just do. No, you you know, just you know. I hear the stories though. I hear the story. I hear the plane story where everybody hopped on the plane and they went somewhere. It was like it's like a real life soul plane moment. I also hear about when he nigga would buy the bar out. He would literally buy the bar out. All the alcohol is free. My nigga. Yeah. Now okay. I, I seen these niggas throw about half a million, bro. That's crazy. Motherfuckers pay they. Pay their bills off. No, pay their cars no. off. All type of shit. I'm talking about where it's only th- it, money. You that shit like you can step on that shit and don't be touching the ground like Facts. shit like the niggas was telling me and I was like, 
nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. You, nigga ain't, man, nigga ain't spend no money. Man, fuck out of here, nigga. Bro, I seen that shit, bro. That nigga bring out the, the um, the thousand dollar pallets. You know, it be the, the five, the hundreds. You know, it be A the pallet. Pallet. plastic. You know what I'm saying? Man, I seen them nigga bring out, bring them over out by the tens, bro. And keep bringing them bitches out. And I'm a street nigga. I'm counting. Ten thousand. What, the motherfucker get gone? I seen nigga Brown. Some more, I said, this shit unbelievable. It's like some shit in the movie. Remember that shit Crazy. start raining money on got there, pay the fool? Pay the fool, just like that. That shit look just like that. Nice. <laughs> they say, I was exactly like that. You know what I'm saying? But these them times. And I know, like, with you being around, seeing all this different type of shit, seeing Atlanta change, seeing Atlanta go from the bounce days to uh, the music changing to Pool Palace, to uh, the crunk music days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing that snap, shit. I'm in the snap. Seeing that shit transfer to the fucking when schooling them came and um, when Dro and them started dropping yeah. and fucking J Money and the Future yeah. Mixed it and yeah. how that shit changed and part of like a rock star to, yeah. you done seen this whole transformation, bro, of, of Atlanta, dog. How do you feel about where we at right now? Um, I, I do feel like well, let me let me let me, let me okay. reverse it like this, because okay. that's that shit too fucking broad. Okay. Do you feel like we gonna have this shit another five or ten years, or do you feel like the grip is loosening? I feel I do feel like the grip is loosening, mm-hmm. uh, and I feel like as as long as radio continues to support Atlanta, uh, we can still have a firm grip. But you know, we're losing a lot of rappers to death and jail. That's a Big chunk that happened to us, bro. Like, yes. you gotta think about it. Thug and Lucci and Gunner and Gunner. That's a big chunk of people, bro. Yes. Trouble's gone. Yes. Like these are people that we depended on, and they also employed people. You know what I'm saying? And they also influenced others underneath. We lost Keed. Facts. Young nigga. Key was on the way, bro. For sure. For sure. Like these are people that. Represented us like you can look at uh what's that shit the little shit they put all the the artists on there it's always at least four people from Atlanta mm-hmm. on the uh the little shit the Source magazine what is it Source double XL double XL it's always at least four to five people from Atlanta on that mm-hmm. motherfucker and I I do feel like the grip is loosening however um it could tighten back up uh because Atlanta's resilient it's all we we always we always come up with something um but. It's loosening a little bit because look at that Memphis, that little Memphis run that's going on right now. Yeah. Memphis strong right now, bro. Not for sure. They got a nice little run. Not the hottest sure. girl right now in the game is Glorilla. No, for sure. For sure right now. And I'm going to tell you some funny shit. I've seen some shit. There's like shit Lotto right next to her, though. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I really think I, I stand for Lotto. For sure. But I'm talking about new, hot yep. Glorilla. But I'm going to tell you this, too. This is, what, this is where the difference comes in. And this is why the, it makes the impact so, so greatly when it comes to this. She's like a unisex rapper. Man, listen, guys and, yes. guys and girls like Glorilla. Exactly. I just said that in the club. I'm a DJ, so I'm playing her songs, and I see dudes rapping her shit. Facts. I literally interviewed her a couple of days ago and said the same thing. I said, hey, man, did you do you know that guys fuck with you? She was like, yeah, I've been peeping that. Um, she's just so, like, she's so bright. Like, she got energy. Like, she got dope energy. You can't teach a motherfucker like that, because sometimes these motherfuckers... You know, sometimes that shit, the bag and in, in, in the, the attention enhance who you really are. A lot of these motherfuckers who we think is such great rappers, 
Sometimes them niggas' personality, them niggas full of shit. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So fast forward to answer what you said, I, I do feel like um, we're, our grip is loosening, but we're going we to lock that bitch back down. That's what we that's what we do, bro. This is where it's at. Atlanta's where it's at. I don't give a fuck what nobody said. We got the high, first of all, we got the highest producers in the game. Facts. You have to come to Atlanta to listen Facts. to us. And songwriters. We have the hottest songwriters. We have the hottest <clears throat> producers. You have to come to Atlanta in some way, shape, or form. The radio is like the club. When you go to other places, that's not how it is. No, everything sounds like Atlanta. I go I'm to I'm on tour other right places. now, dog. I'm I'm listening to radios and I'm in My the nigga, call. it's something to do seven days a week in Atlanta. In other cities, you can you go out Friday and Saturday. That's it. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in Miami, New York, but you know, we got a whole different culture. Like we have a strip club culture. Facts. Only people that got that like us is Houston. Houston, you took right in my mouth. It's Houston. That's it. Nah, for sure. So we're gonna be all right, man. I think Atlanta gonna be all right. We we got too much niggas like you, me, that that's 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 inside the culture that's gonna be championing the the new people like. I think that's what's lacking in other cities. Um, they don't have people that champion uh, people from their own city. You know what I'm saying? You got to be an artist that do that. In Atlanta, you got the artists that do that and the people on the radio and the people outside of the radio. Facts. Facts. That's why I was explaining people it. People in the that's club, people, promoters, they champion. All that shit plays a part. Who's dog. next? It plays a part because, like, I know promoters. I know promoters who have made a lot of these artists pop. Facts. From just... This artist, they do this club and this club and this club, or these two clubs, and these artists at every club they do. And their club is the hottest clubs on the south side, or hottest yeah, clubs bro. on the east side. Right. And, and, they, and, they, and they get to popping like that. Like, it's Atlanta, it's why people like, I won't come to Atlanta and get on. It ain't like that. It ain't like you that. have to figure out what angle you want to take. And one thing about, and this is to all artists out there, don't think you're going to come to Atlanta and get on. You have to come to Atlanta and understand the culture. Know who your fans are, mm-hmm. and then figure out a way to get people to say, "I like you," because we got way too many options. First sure. of all, uh, from motherfuckers that's from here. For sure, for sure. So motherfuckers that's from here is gonna have the priority because they're from here. They niggas probably been popping all they they life in school. Mm-hmm. They they put out some music, nigga. The whole school, the whole they whole city, they whole town gonna be uh, everybody behind. like whole hood Look, like them. You gonna be you gonna hear about that shit. Mm-hmm. So you gotta compete with that. You know what I'm saying? How you gonna compete with that? You can't. You can't compete with that. Nah, facts. You just gotta figure that out. Facts. And then, uh, then uh, uh, one of the pivotal points where people fuck up at is niggas come down here and they start reaching for it and they start fucking with the wrong niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Start fucking with the wrong niggas. And a lot of niggas think this shit, Atlanta is not that place. Yeah. No more. We not that. We ain't that. We ain't that fun, fun place. Yeah. Oh, come on to Atlanta with all your chains on and you come in yeah. the buckhead and you jump out for. We ain't that place no, no more, facts, dog. Facts, facts. You see what I'm saying? And it's and and that's the crazy part about it because like that side is almost taking what we known for away. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now, yeah. Niggas don't even want to go out no more. Yeah. No, now everybody going out is nigga from out of town. Now ain't nobody from out of town want to come out no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then now niggas is reaching out to certain niggas in the city who they think it's okay and valid, but these niggas into it with these niggas and these niggas yeah. and these niggas. So now you out think I'm I'm gonna go out with Rory. I mean I'm good. Rory. Yeah, I know, man, niggas respect Rory, but you don't even know goddamn Rory beef with all these niggas over here. Yeah. Now you get shot at like niggas gotta be careful. Yeah. If you gonna come in on some music shit, come on come some on music, music shit. shit. Don't be trying to fuck with these niggas you see do music in the streets. 
Because you can't, listen, I'm tell y'all nigga this now. And I, I, I've done it. You can't miss the street with the music. Bro. Yeah, I agree with that. It's not going to happen. Not now. That. Not right now. Not now. Too much going on right it's now. too much. Not now. Too hot. Not now. Then you could. Yeah. Now you can't. Now, if you're going to be a street nigga, bro, be a street nigga, bro. If you, if you say, I want to be a rapper, be a rapper. Yeah. If you're going to record songs because you're fucking with it, just fuck with it, bro. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't be trying to goddamn do all this other shit. Once you step in the realm to make mixtapes and you're yeah. doing videos and you're doing shows, you're a rapper now, dog. And I'm going to say also, like, you grown-ass man, you know what I'm saying? You get into this type of situation, just know what you're dealing with and be on 10 at all times. Keep your head on the swivel, all type of shit, bro, like, and stand on your own 10, but that fake shit ain't going to fly. Nah. That fake shit is going to get you exposed. And in Atlanta, when you get exposed... Everybody gonna know on all sides. Nah, for real, for real. What you got next going on? What you got going on in the store? Uh man, I'm actually gonna make a decision um soon on what I'm gonna do. Um, whether it be radio or uh label wise, um in a couple of months. So it'd be right in tune for the top of the year. Um but I know if I go label wise, the music gonna have to, you know, take a take a back seat. Um but it's it's time for that. It's time for Rari the Executive. I've been putting in my work, um, and I've been trying to do everything on good business, on on morals and principles. Like, I know niggas always say that type shit, but I really try to make sure my face is clean to a point where I can go anywhere and do business with everybody on, on some shit like that. And I try to make sure I keep everything business-oriented. And um, I do good business. I do a lot of artist development. Um, I, I got that going on. Because um, I always think that artists are lacking information. That's what it is. And, uh when they don't have information, they make bad decisions. And especially when, like, for example, you niggas get on and then they'll get a budget. But then think that that budget is for them to blow it. Not, not knowing all the information. But then now you get mad because you done blew the budget on some bullshit. And now the label don't trust you to give you more money. Or whatever the type of situation. It's always a lack of information somewhere. Because niggas yeah. ain't used to having that type of bread. For sure, for Using sure. it to flip. Maybe to flip nah, don't work. Sure, all type sure. of other shit nah, going sure, on. Sure. And um, I try to create a liaison to where niggas is learning. Um, and I'm educating niggas at the same time. And niggas appreciate that from me. So, hey, yeah, um, nigga. I wish you would have had your ass got there a long time ago. This hey, but yeah. So I got the two podcasts. I got the Ball Alert podcast. is a Ball Alert show. That's more so entertainment shit. Like... You talk about whatever we got going on. I get to wild out on that one. Sure, and then the sure. cheat code, man. The cheat motherfucking code. cheat code. The cheat code is my baby, man. That's that's like something I've been. And again, it's so funny because. Let me, let me, <laughs> for the cheat code, man. It was so funny because Wendy Day and a lot of people. Sometimes people don't know who Wendy Day is. Wendy Day did that big cash money deal when I think it was like two hundred million or whatever it was. It was that big cash money deal. She brokered the deal. She did a lot of shit for Eminem in the beginning of his career as well. Um, a lot of people don't know. She had she communicated with Tupac, nigga. Like you don't even motherfucker don't even know that. I'm over here like, why don't people know that she and she don't like talk about it? So I be her mouthpiece, like, dude, like Tupac had her number, like, and was communicating with her, like she helped him. Uh, Eminem, she helped him. That's big. So I was, uh, you know, flex moment. Uh, Slick Rick had some shoes for me from Puma. I had to pull up on her to get my shoes from Slick Rick, and um, me and her ended up talking for 45 minutes. And I'm over here like, yo, this is a podcast. I don't know what made me think about it, but I was, it, I was, load, I was so loaded for inf- with information that she gave me. I was like, this is a fucking podcast. What year was this? This was this year. This is 2022. This is in March. 
This is in March. So then, um, again, I do artist development. So I had a, I had a guy I felt like he would just pull on my coattail, man. I, I'm over here like, man, you got way too many followers. You verify, and you got way too many streams on your page, and you ain't making no money. What, what, what going on? Like something look like it's a flag. It's a red flag on the play. So I call my guy Kingpin. Kingpin specializes in metadata. So he can find out what's going on. So we found out that the bulk of his streams was in Italy and Buffalo, New York. And um, unless he has a surplus of fans. But he's from Atlanta. So unless you, you're, you're going to do promo tours in Italy yeah. or promo tours in New York, in New York, in Buffalo, upstate New York, these ain't, these are bought streams. You know what I'm saying? They're real, but they're bought. So your algorithm, when you start trying to pay for ads, the algorithm works as the ads are going to go to where the bulk of your streams are coming from. So you're going to get ads ran in Italy, ads ran in Buffalo, New York, because that's the bulk of the people streaming you. You're not going to get no ads in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? That's just how that shit work, bro. Yeah. When you, when you, when you, Free ask, game, the, when you ask the computer for your targeted audience. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm over here like he gave me all this information. I'm over here like, yeah, damn, this is a podcast too. So in my head, I said, wait, I don't want to do a different podcast for each person. I said, we put them together. So I had to convince both of them to do it because they don't like being in front of a camera because Wendy Day is behind the scenes. Kingpin is behind the scenes. But I'm a radio guy at the particular moment, and I'm in front of the camera all the time. I'm talking to people all the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm over here like, how can I give this information out? Because this is way too much information that people need to hear. So they both agreed that we're going to try try the podcast. That's why if you go on to get the cheat code on YouTube, the first ever, ever episode is 45 minutes. Because I said, let's just talk. And we talked. That shit was fire. Everybody <laughs> everybody was like, man, this shit hard. This shit hard as fuck, dog. And then um, we just started learning. We just started adjusting from there. And then like to a point where we rolling now, bro, like we knock out, we knock out episode after episode easily because we get up there and talk. And then we have a, a question of the day. So I be on my DM. So DM me at Ferrari Simmons on all social media platforms. Um, if you have a question that you want me to answer, motherfuckers be asking questions about lawyers. Goddamn, what's the points on the album? Motherfuckers be binge watching. I'm known for the Cheat Code podcast more than I'm known for radio. More than I'm known for breaking artists. No, more than I'm known for anything. Everywhere I go, hey, boy, that podcast, boy, that podcast is it. Everywhere I go, get, I get the cheat code. That cheat code shit, boy. Information, dog. Because it's information. Information, dog. That's the biggest thing going on right now. And we now. provide the information that motherfuckers really be wanting to hear. Yeah. And it's information that, pe that especially with everyone now, everybody's going independent so much. Yeah. This is all the, y'all say all the shit that people need to know. Yeah. And, and it be shit that people know, but a lot of it, we're dealing with niggas. Yeah. Niggas don't know how to talk. Niggas don't know how yeah. to form questions. So we don't know? like searching for information either. We don't, don't like researching for information. But what we like to do is go on social media. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we like to get our information <laughs> on social media. Facts. So that's why every Wednesday at 3.30, you already know, I'm going to give you a new gem, something new to talk about. Sometimes you agree, sometimes you won't. But that's healthy. Because I always say, because sometimes motherfuckers be in the comments talking shit, but I always say, Thanks for engaging. <laughs> no, you talking about nah, Appreciate you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you on my post, you probably shared it. All oh, these people are full of shit. Oh, thanks for engaging. Thanks for sharing. Appreciate you. Buy a hoodie. <laughs> nah, you How the hell you get your name? Huh? How you get your name? Ferrari, DJ Holiday and Gucci Man. Name me. Gucci Man don't even know this. This is crazy. Because uh, I was talking fast. I was with DJ Holiday. Um, and I was talking fast. And um, he was like, man, your name Ferrari. 
And what Gucci man was, I like that. I like that Ferrari. And then we had did a little post because it was, it was a um, Gucci man had like a little um, artist listening thing. I went with Holiday, and Holiday man, you just talk so fast, so fast, bro. Like you like a little fucking Ferrari. And that's your name, Ferrari. Ferrari Simmons. I just go by my name, Sean Simmons. But then um, DJ Holiday named me that. And then um, Gucci Man co-signed it. I was like, hell yeah. He ain't even know. He ain't even know. I was like, shit, I like that motherfucker. And then every time, so ever since after that, I started saying my name was Ferrari. Then people didn't, this in the beginning of my career, people didn't know. So I put it on a hat. So I put Ferrari Simmons on the hat. Then I was like, eh, that's cool. But everybody kept calling me Rari. Even though my name was Ferrari Simmons, niggas was like, Rari, what up? So that's when I changed everything to Rari. Because nigga, it's Atlanta. So yeah, that's what you know. Nigga, nigga's not gonna say two syllables. Nothing. That's three syllables. Nigga ain't gonna say Ferrari. That's three syllables. Nigga's gonna keep that shit short. Hey, Ferrari, what up, boy? Two two of them. And Rari ain't gonna be two syllables. That's one. Rari. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that. We from the A, but Rari. Yep. And look, I'm gonna give that to Quavo. He was the first person to call me that, like on the microphone. I did perform that. I gave him the mic. I finessed him to get on the mic one time for AG. I finessed the niggas to get on the mic, and he was like, Rari, here you go. What's it, Rari? I put that shit on the hat. Niggas kept asking me for a hat. Mm. And at that particular moment, I had I had a little day job, man. I I was out here, boy. I never wanted to like hustle, hustle, because I knew that I know that I want to be the best at what I do. And I know if I hustle, you there, it's gonna take you way. It's gonna take me all the way left. So I said, man, let me figure this shit out. I always wanted to be a fresh nigga. So I said, let me get a job, even though I'm in the clubs, right? This is the beginning of my career. So I said, I, I got to be fresh, man. So I had got a job at Finish Line, all the way in Alpharetta. I drove so I drove like forty five minutes to go to that motherfucker. Far, far. Hey nigga, nobody knew I was at that motherfucker. Thirty percent off the goddamn J's, nigga. I had air shoe. Goddamn, I had child support, so I had to goddamn claim some type of good yeah. job. I had, my yeah, paycheck yeah. said this was not a paycheck. <laughs> but I'm, I'm hustling the club, yeah. goddamn all that shit. So yeah, man, I had I paid my dues now. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I paid my dues for sure, but I started making some good club money, um, and I rose with Rich Homie Quan with the Migos. That 2015, 2016 run of artists that came out, 17, 18, 19, I rose with them. That's why I'm so attached to them. Like, when I see the baby, when I see Roddy Rich, when I see Lil Baby, like, them niggas is the niggas that put me in position to be like, yeah, nigga, I'm Ferrari Simmons. Nigga, nigga. I had a lot to do with a lot of these motherfuckers out here. Because I was their first stop. Jack Harlow, goddamn. Megan. Megan Thee Stallion, like, all these Tina folks. Snow. Tina Snow. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know when she changed her name to Megan Thee Stallion. Because when her song came out, I was like, this sounds like the girl, the Tina Snow girl. I was like, oh, this is Megan Thee Stallion. Bet. Boy, they run it bit. They run it bit about 10 times. Let's get in yeah, trouble. Fuck about, it. Let's get, get in trouble. Yeah, no, fuck. It's so good yeah, trouble. Yeah, bro. Like, I just, I put, I put in the work. And um, I always try to make sure I stood on, on good business. That was, that's just one thing I always wanted to, to be my heritage. You feel me? Like, I always did good business. Can't nobody say I owed them no money. I, I done did bad business. None of that shit. Motherfuckers owe me some money, but I don't owe nobody no bread. Hey, you talking about nigga? That's, that's some real nigga shit right yeah. there. Before we get up out of here, favorite club you hosted in Atlanta? Compound, man. Uh, Compound. Well, I, give I, me I, top three. Give me top three. Give me top three. Top three clubs I ever hosted? Yeah. I'm going to go with Chit Chat, as weird as that sound, bro. Hell, that don't sound weird at all. Man, chit, ain't, nothing, ain't nothing like the Chit Chat, bro. Like, on the east side, that shit no. really, like, niggas really was fucking with me and that shit. I was doing that shit every goddamn. What like day that was I doing? Cool, I was doing that bro. shit on Wednesdays, bro. Um, My second club was S.O.'s. 
Man, that shit was lit. That shit used to be lit, bro. They used to have that little lit. small room. You had to wait in that little small room till about 12. After 12, and then open that big room, bro. You go in that motherfucking. That, that shit used big. to be lit, bro. That big. And then the last one would be an upscale club. Because uh, I, I done hosted a lot of the biggest parties, but um, Compound, man. R.P. Compound. Like compound either. That Compound, man. Because then I remember when I saw DJ Drama and I saw the affiliates uh, chains in that bitch. I was like, man, I want to be like them niggas. Full circle, I talk to drama all the time. This shit be fucking me up sometimes when I be talking to these niggas. Like, to talk the future, bro, I be like, nigga, sometimes just to, just talking the future be like, damn, bro, like, you don't even understand who you are to me, bro. Like, mm -hmm. Jeezy, like, you know, goddamn, talk, having a conversation with Guwap. And, again, like, Future's last interview, he was like, shit, my last interview, I wanted it to be with y'all. That's on my page, too. That's, I, sometimes I post that bitch. Young Dolph, like, the Dolph interview, fuck, when Dolph passed away, that shit fucked me up, bro. Because, like, me in D.C., he, he promised me in D.C. he was going to give us a song. Like, and uh, when he passed, he was coming to Atlanta, I think, the next day or the day after that to give us a song. Mm. Shit fucked me up because he was up there for some Thanksgiving shit, I believe. I can't remember. But shit fucked me up, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because we tight with, with Key Lock. First of all, you know, we, we got to be tight with everybody. For sure, That's for what sure. we do. Yeah, you know, for the sure, trouble for shit sure. fucked me up. Cause again, like I'm, I be a part yeah, of these niggas' too, careers. That's my, that's my dog, man. So when I'm a part of these niggas' careers, I gravitate towards them. And again, I be, I just, I stand on good business. I, I fuck with niggas genuinely. You know what I'm saying? Like the the biggest thing that really bothered me is is the Thug and Lucci beef. I, I'm cool with both them boys. Mm -hmm. And them boy one guy down, you know. That shit bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit bothers me. And me and wife and Lucci got the same birthday. Damn. Oh my god, nigga! I still talk. I talk to Trouble Mama all the time. Like I be tapped in. Like when I tap in with an artist, I tap in for real. No, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I I, I want to do that because I want you to know that I care about you, nigga. I don't want I don't want to use you for an interview. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? I, I tell little baby all the time, like, hey, bro, I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Like I don't want nothing from you. I just want you to win. That's why you, you gonna keep being blessed. That's why you gonna keep being blessed, bro. That energy is yeah. that is that energy. When he bro. like every time he come and do an interview with me, he like, bro, I just want to tell you thank you for everything you did. It's, it be on, it be in all my interviews, but I just be like, bro, I just doing my job. You winning is like a chance for me to charge more <laughs> for my services. You feel me? Like that 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 that's how I run my bag up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm in the complex. So you don't learn. See the radio game gave y'all different hustle though. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Facts. See the, the radio game. But niggas, you can get lazy in the radio game too because it, it's so sweet. You know what I'm saying? You can make money and you can kind of get complacent because you popular mm -hmm. and you can make that little easy club money. But I ain't never want to be like making easy bread. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want I don't want to make easy bread. I want I want I want to change. I want to change more people. Like I don't want to change one person. Like, I want to change multiple people. Like, well, listen, I got I got an idea for you right now. So, you know, I don't know. I know you got an idea where you're going next, but yeah. if I throw somebody out to you, if I throw somebody out to you, it might help you to be a little bit here. Okay, okay. All right. Why you don't do what the new shit is? Management label. So you Why know, you don't just go management like everybody else so do and just run your management like I the have, label? I, 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 have, I have some. I, so I, I did do that for a while, and I, I created a, it was called 2-3 Management. But I need I needed more resources. Um. But I learned how to. I learned the structure from being around QC. Shout out to P. From being around fifteen oh one, being around. Oh man, it's a whole bunch of indie labels that I, I worked for, and I uh, I used it. Um, they use me as clientele. Uh, RCA Records, Universal Republic. These are all Def Jam. Um, a lot of people hire me behind the scenes to run their artists around the city, 
or to help them guide their artists in the right direction so niggas be comfortable. Uh, so I tried it, but I need a resource. I need a staff. And one thing I learned uh, working with labels, they have a staff. Everyone has a job. And I found myself doing everything by myself, which was costly for me. And I got bills. I got a wife. I take care of my, my mom, my dad. Time to. My, nigga, my cell phone bill 700. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I got four kids. Three of them got phones. You know what I'm saying? Like my phone, my mama phone, my, my, my mother-in-law phone, my everybody phone on my motherfucker. My, my, my I got goddamn bills. So I'm over here like I can't. I'm spending more than I'm making. I'm spending and I ain't making. So I, I do dabble with the producers, um, but I'm definitely leaning towards the label side. They call it the dark side um, because I'm really good at that shit. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm going to make a decision. I, I've been, uh, I put my two weeks notice in at Streets. I left Streets. Um, I'm still doing my podcast because this shit right here, this is easy. Yeah. We just talking, bro. You have you create a little structure, but, but I'm podcast. Saying, but this is, the, this is the thing, though. It's hard for niggas to find a niche. Facts. It's a million podcasts. It's a million podcasts. That's, that's why it's hard to find That's a why niche. I wanted to come. I wanted to come informational. And I wanted to go entertainment. I already work for Ball Alert. That's already lit. Seven point three million followers on there. We do a podcast. It's already got a platform. It's already got a crowd. That's done. Chico, we started from scratch. We didn't even think it was gonna get blow up. We almost had a hundred thousand followers. By the time this air, we probably gonna be at a hundred thousand followers. That shit growing like crazy. We almost had ten thousand subscribers on YouTube. This is no promotion. This is strictly organic dropping people like you and I are sharing that motherfucker. Facts. You feel like that's how I feel. So that's the niche that I want to stay in. But then at the same time, I, I want to make sure I'm on my executive Rari shit. Like, I got to be big Rari now. Like, I can't be on no I know what's going on, regular degular. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? I know what's going on. Like, you got to come see me. Like, you, you already got to come see me when you come to Atlanta. All new artists know they got to tap in with me. I'm on the list. It's a list. I'm on that motherfucker. So you know you got to come tap in with me. In some way, shape, or form, you're going to come around to me, whether I'm on the radio or I'm not, because I'm so connected with everybody. I think that's going to make you more powerful, too. Yeah, but I, I, and I also make sure that my relationships, like, for example, if we can use each other, we, I will. But it's going to be beneficial to you. But I think niggas fuck up because they just make it beneficial to them. And you don't make it beneficial to both ways. I was well, just talking. Nah, I want you. I, was I just, just, I just sure. had this conversation. I make sure the using part is yes. beneficial for both parties. I just had this same conversation an hour ago. Yeah, bro. Like this just I how promise, you know. dog. The money should circulate. It right. shouldn't just come from one way. Nah, for sure. It should sure. come from this way, yeah, and then sure, I come sure. to you with some shit. If, 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 man, if I you make ain't, you some money, you make, make me, me some money. money. If we ain't going, if you ain't, if you ain't dealing with nobody on that level, you shouldn't deal with them. And I think that's like, I think. That's a natural human rule that everybody should adapt. And it doesn't happen. You see what I'm saying? It, it, if I'm going to fuck with you, I'm why? Just, just why are we fucking with each other? What's up? What is, what's going on? What let's right. establish this shit right now. Oh, you want to be my partner? You fuck with me? Okay, that's cool. You fuck with me, but be a, how, listen, I, yeah. we can fuck with but dog, you can't pull up on me. We ain't riding around like, what are you doing for me? Yeah, what are we doing for each other? Each other. You see what I'm saying? Because I know I'm going to bring some value to you. Facts. You see what I'm saying? So you got to be able to bring some value to me, and they got to yeah. be visible. You know what I'm saying? I learned that from my grandma, man. I, she always told me, be the most valuable person in the room. And you'll always have a job. So I've, I already had, I've, I have about several jobs on the table. No, for sure, for sure. And man. I just put my two weeks in, so it's, been, it's only been two weeks. So, you know. Shit, I'm tapped in, man. Whatever you got going on, man, include me. I don't give a damn what it is. Shit, I wanted to come here. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. No, I pre nah, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm going to return the favor. No, for sure. And I, <laughs> nah, I, I totally appreciate this shit because I'm telling you, bro. On some for real, for real, niggas don't be reaching out. 
That's just how it go. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, and if I could tell you, because this is this is newer for you, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you over how many episodes you in now? I'm almost 150. So I mean, I know you've been in it for a minute, but because you're consistent as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's still newer. Yeah. Um, and you'll see that probably once you get the big the big check. That's when everybody gonna be like, ah, oh, hey man, that's just how it go, bro. You just I ain't tripping, no, I ain't tripping, I ain't tripping. I just had this shit go, bro. It's I'm just, used to this. What did me doing this? Facts. I think, and I think the music I'm industry and you, the music industry and you, you yeah. kind of already conditioned to deal with this. This is actually yeah. probably super easy for you. Yeah, this is yeah, this this it's smooth. Easy. And I look at it like you can music. execute it. Yeah, I, that's why facts. I look at it. This is my music. Strictly so I'm saying this is, uh, yeah, this is my music. So I'm yeah, saying facts. it ain't nothing for me to. Then I like delivering like information or two because, like I say. These things, like you said, people don't know none of that shit. And let me make let me make sure I say the cheat code. I own. We own the name. We Facts. own. We own our YouTube page. We own all of our content. Facts. Everything's in house. Facts. Salute. Yeah. Me too. Drop a. Hey. Yeah. Drop everything for that shit. Make sure you claim all your profiles because what's gonna happen is if you don't have a profile for your YouTube. Your your record label, whoever you signed to, is gonna claim that bitch for you Show and manage it for you. You Show ain't ever gonna get access back. Show you done, mate. So own all your shit, and I'm it's not it's you. not expensive, bro. No, especially if you putting on if you putting on them goddamn seven hundred dollar goddamn. You know what I'm no. talking about? Man, you got it. Put gotta, on that bullshit, boy. You got to invest into yourself. Yeah, bro. man. Goddamn, get that shit trademarked. Invest into yourself. All bro. that shit. Only shit. And it's not hard. You can go. On, you can go right now and type it in right now on your fucking phone on yeah. fucking um on, on Google. Nigga gonna tell you exactly what to do. Ferrari Simmons, you could pay me as that. You could pay me sure. that. car and Ferrari Simmons name, all type of shit. Nah, for sure, for sure. Cell walk phone and Ferrari Simmons name, everything in the business. Like credit cards and they and talk Ferrari about Simmons. this. They talk about this shit on the Chico, Chico too. Credit y'all. cards and Ferrari Simmons. Ain't know my social security number, boy. My shit clean. I'm trying to tell you, boy. You better keep it like that. Better keep it like that. No attachments, bro. man. Hey. Then you do something. You got there. You got these small LCs. You ain't understanding it, man. The people listen, man. It's a biz. Stay informed. Like I like to tell people, deal with information. That way, man. I'm, I'm a ball of information. I appreciate y'all DM me. Uh, I'm one of the motherfuckers. I actually go through my DMs. Me too. I cuss niggas out too. So sometimes when I get bored, I might cuss your ass out. You on you on that bullshit? For sure. For Just because sure. when I be bored, I don't give a fuck, bro. No, for sure, for sure. Tell about where they can follow you. At. Uh, everything Ferrari Simmons, man. You know what I'm saying? Ferrari Simmons, everything, bro. No, That's for it. sure, man. Appreciate you being on here, man. Can't yeah, I gotta come back, bro. I gotta come back when I when I when I break the net. No, please when I, do. When I please. break the net, no, please do. I'll be back. I don't give for two weeks. I bet in two weeks. No, literally, I'm telling you, two weeks. December first, I'm be on your ass. Well, I'm, I'm 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 gonna make the announcement top of the year. Top of the year. Top of the year. That's cool. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take some time. I ain't gonna cap, bro. I've been neglecting my my family, bro. So uh, I I did this so I can enjoy like next week Thanksgiving and all that. I don't know when this comes out, but. I'm finna chill. I've really been like turning off. I don't need to be trying to be turned up, but I, I don't be trying to do too much lately. I'm no, trying no. to enjoy my wife. You're 80s, baby. You understand it now, yeah, dog. Yeah, nigga, I got that pace that shit. You're learning. You, 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 you well, got like that motherfucker, boy. Hey, listen, dog. Listen, I saw the time I be saying, Are you getting lame in here, bro? Now look, that I, should be cool though. Now, but listen, but I look at my other self and be like, nah, bro, you're getting grown as hell, bro. Hey, fat. My, my, my <laughs> wife fine, bro. I, I love my wife, bro. I love kicking it with her, bro. She cool. She from the east side, too. She from Latonia. I fuck with her though. I fuck with her. I fuck with my kids. You know what I'm saying? My kid cool dog. Like I, I enjoy going to the crib. Got me a nice little crib. You know what I'm saying? Out the way. You you, you follow me. You by the time if you follow me out that mother, you gonna get popped as soon as they turn on my street. Cause you, ain't no way you, you coming out where I'm at. Well, you just gave me an idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Ain't hey, no way we you come fight. in with this shit. Pop.
apartment, they in the they in apartment for Thanksgiving, goddammit. We come at your motherfucking ass, man. Till next time, boy, this your boy yes, Parlay, man. We in the apartment with Parlay. Meet me in the apartments.